0: Alright, we're on another episode of The Right Track with Brad, and today we got Molly, Shannon, Claire, even though it's actually not, I always say it like that, but it's it's Molly, Claire, Shannon. <laughs> I was
1: not expecting that. <laughs> Molly, Claire, Shannon. Yes. That's how you say it.
0: Um, so, you were one of the first people that I actually met who actually goes to the BCM, so we can kind of start with that. We just kind of got to um, just talk about like whatever today. So, yeah. we can start with how we kind of know each other, I suppose.
1: Yeah, so freshman year, I think it was fall semester. I my major was psychology. I started out with psychology, and had a basic psychology class. And um, I had that class also with another friend named Tessa Whitaker, who also goes here to the BCM. And so that was really exciting to like know someone in my class. And then to so me, and Tessa sat near these two guys. Um, one of them one uh one of their names was Gabe and the other name uh other guy was Brad um <laughs> uh, which is him so um basically like throughout the whole semester we just like you know had small talk during class or maybe not during class <laughs> maybe it was like after class yes yeah. we were, we're not supposed to talk well you were
0: right near me like I, I was in the very back and then if like if there's just a bunch of rows or whatever yeah. you were like diagonal like one up in front of me so yeah I think I would, like, ask you for questions, or, um, or, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, if I needed, like, something, just something random, because you're, like, the closest person, and then I always saw you walking with Tessa, which I didn't even know Tessa until, like, later, but,
1: yeah,
0: I think, I think Gabe's at one seat in front of me, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, he's the other person, and, yeah, he always had, like, cool shirts, so I always, like, talked to him.
1: He did, yeah, so, through class interactions, we just, like, got to know each other more, and, think me and Tessa were gonna go to lunch one day and we invited I just had this like urge to ask Gabe and Brad to lunch with us um, and I really feel like it was the Holy Spirit and so um, me and Tessa asked them and they both agreed to lunch and we went to Red Zone and it was fire as always. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Red Zone's one of the uh, the places on campus you can eat. Yes, so really For people, good people who debate. don't know.
1: Yeah. So there, um, I think we prayed because even if I don't know if someone's a believer or not, like I'm always going to pray. So we prayed, not knowing like exactly what they believed. But, um, you know, whenever we just started to talk, we, uh, I asked them if they were involved. Uh, uh, with any clubs on campus and um, Brad said track and I think um, Gabe might have said something with like he like uh, skateboards and stuff like that so yeah, really cool Um, so that was my opportunity to talk about the BCM because Brad had asked and so we just kind of shared you know about the BCM and just how awesome a community it is and how much me and Tessa have found um just great people there, solid uh, people who are seeking to know more about Christ, and um, that was about that. I mean, we shared and we had um, invited Brad and Gabe to the BCM. We said like it's open any hours of the day, but here are events that are going on on Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And so, but I don't think
0: at that time. Yeah. I don't think at that time I I actually like knew like what it looked like or anything because yeah. I got the the postcard in i guess it's a postcard i don't know what you'd call it but um it's like the bcm like card it says like the time you can do um the freshman like bible groups and yeah. then uh 180 so like the worship nights and then some like other things mm-hmm. and uh when i did come here for the first time i remember being like oh wait like molly told me about this i should like look for molly and i, I don't remember if i actually interacted with you or not because i met so many different people yeah. on the first time that i went but, I think it
1: was just like a random day that you went, right? Like I, it yeah, wasn't, I think it was. You know, I don't even know if it was just Tuesday. Just during the day.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but I'm not 100% sure because it, that's what's like cool about those types of memories is that mm-hmm. um, you don't know that they're actually going to be like the start of something. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you don't take the memory seriously because you're just like, oh, it's just another random thing that I'm doing, like a spontaneous right. thing. Or at least for me, because I try to do things like that, especially like on campus. So, when I was walking in, like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember the day. It'd be cool to know the day, but I didn't know what it was going to become for me going. I just know, like, just, like, the month when I went. Yeah. But it would be cool to know all the details, like, who. Like, I remember I talked to Trevor Burns first. Like, he was the first person I talked oh. to. Yeah. Um, but after that, so I remember meeting a bunch of people. Um, yeah, yeah it, it was just cool. So, yeah, that was cool that, that we, we got to go and that you got to kind of do that with, like, me and my friend um or me and Gabe so
1: um yeah yeah it was cool also just tell me about like the transition period to like you know coming to the BCM for the first time and then um honestly like how you are just super plugged in now and how the Lord has grown you I know that's a long story but I guess just share a little bit of like how the Lord worked through you and like he was a part of that process through discipleship and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Great
0: question. Yeah. So, I've always, like, uh, believed in God growing up and, like, praying and all of that, but it wasn't any more than mm-hmm. that. So, it was just kind of like, yeah, I believe God exists, nothing really more necessarily. Um, but, mm-hmm. so, like, I, obviously because I, like, believe that, I'm not opposed to coming,
1: right.
0: um, as some people might be or might be more nervous to. But... Um, at the time, since I was, I, th- I yeah, I was like sick at the time, um, or I was getting, I was coming back from being sick, so I was just getting back to like running. But during that time, I was just kind of like bored. Like I wasn't like it was only school and running, and it's it's kind of boring if you just do school and running. For anyone that knows that, like <laughs> you gotta be involved in other things. Like running is fun, yeah. or even just a sport and running, mm-hmm. or school and work like there's so many things that it's always school and then one other thing but honestly you have to be plugged in and in just a bunch of other things so that's the only way you're actually going to grow and meet people so i'm like all right i gotta like branch out from just Mm -hmm. just the athletes you know because college is more than just like the athletes so i'm like all right well we'll check this out and so i went just to kind of say hi or meet some new friends and hang out with them and that was fun um, so I think there was like a men's bowling night. That was so cool. That was <laughs> yeah. really fun. Cause
1: there's like women's and then men's and
0: like... Yeah, there's women's really and men's departed. events. That's cool. So yeah, I met some people there. Um, but then, um, there was the, the winter growth challenge. Cause at that point it was the end of the year. And, uh, so I only went to like two or three of like the events. So the bowling night, I think one of the 180s and that was kind of it. But at the last... I think I did go to the last uh, worship night. They said there's like this winter grill challenge, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be cool if I if I got to do it." But then I never, like, I never got to it. So I came back um, in January because that was um, the halfway mark, like, of the year. And I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep coming here because now I've got another issue with running, with like an injury." So I'm like, "I'm just gonna spend my time here." And every time I thought I was gonna be ready to go back, another thing kept happening. And that just led me to spend more time at the BCM and being right. plugged in in, in in events. And um, there's people in the process, like you asked, who, um, who were kind of like discipling me and just showing me like what, like why Jesus had to die for me. That's kind of my, my go-to um, explanation is like, mm-hmm. like I was actually explained to why that's a thing, not just, oh yeah, he, he did this and that and you should be happy and love him but I didn't know why, and once um, Parviz explained to me, he sat me down and gave me um, one of the Bibles that we always give out, it's like right on the bookshelf over there, <laughs> it's pretty cool, we were actually in this room when he talked As to me, looking. it was what?
1: Said, As we are looking. At the yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: literally, like, it's right there, um, and then Trevor Burns was obviously a, a huge yeah. help, and joining one of the freshman Bible groups, that was fun. And then Harvey's told me to, like, be part of a church, not just the ministry, or not just the campus ministry, because campus ministries will end, um, because, you know, it's just in the college time, so, um, so being part of church, it's obviously biblical too, and I was learning why the Bible has so much more authority than, like, anything else, because it's, it's God's word, and, you know, even though there's things you might not understand or, like, completely agree with, like, you kind of have to, just based on, uh, like knowing just just the evidence and everything that's in the bible and i could like talk a lot about it but like mm. eventually there was a point where i couldn't like deny any of it and there's things where still might be kind of confusing or i don't understand but like i have to go with it just because right. of everything else like I, I can't let one small thing that doesn't make sense or that i don't understand mm-hmm. just my little human brain compared to what like god can do and what he knows so like how am i going to argue with him you know yeah. Or how am i gonna yeah you, you know how that kind of goes mm-hmm. so i um, going going further with that um harvey's harvey's was a really big help in like starting it for me um so yeah reading the bible starting with the gospels and then going to checking out some churches and then ended up going to rich pond and i'm still there now and yeah it's awesome <laughs> so. and then now like a year and a half later about now I'm on leadership for BCM, which is so cool. And, and, uh, and
1: you rededicated your life to the Lord, or you yeah, fully made that commitment.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I got baptized about a year ago. Mm-hmm. So that was that was awesome because I was baptized as a baby, but I didn't really get to make the decision. But um, some denominations do that, which, like, is fine. But I was like, I just kind of wanted to, like, re-identify with it. So I'm like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be baptized again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's there's so many people. Like, I feel like if I start naming more people, it's yeah, like yeah, I'm just gonna leave other people out. But definitely Parviz and Trevor, are where uh, Trevor Burns were people who initially started it, and then kind of grew from there. Yeah. But yeah, I know that's kind of a long answer to your question, but oh, yeah. that's um, that's kind of where it is now. So kind of on the welcome team, helping people kind of come in, just kind of yeah. learning to talk to people even more, doing stuff like this is just great. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just it, it's just really cool to kind of see where where I'm at now. But then I always have to remember that it's not really about like what I did. It's about like like what, what God did. And That right. I get to, He gets to use me as like a vessel to um, share the gospel and, and grow in Him and have a relationship like with yeah. Him. So it's it's kind of a hard realization. Like initially, like life's not really about you. You know, there's so many other people. Like God has God has like these big plans, and they're not all centered around you. And yeah. it's just it's hard to realize, but it's also like this is this is like eternity we're talking about it's not just the life that you'll probably live up to like maybe a hundred years or so or however long um you can really live like nowadays it's there's there's something after that and Um, it's a pretty long time so thinking about like where you're going to be after this life is a huge question and what's so great about that is that there's Mm -hmm. answers to it and that's in the bible so Mm -hmm. reading that um trying to read daily is a huge thing um yeah, it's just got so much wisdom that you can't really. It, it's hard to it's hard to not read it because of how much information there is. Um, but obviously, there's there's distractions and stuff. But um, at the end of the day, you kind of always go back to like this is what I should be. This is what I should be looking towards.
1: For sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely know it's been like just a huge encouragement to to see like your growth in the Lord and to see you from the beginning, um, and then now like it's just been. A really great encouragement to me because I know, like, um, like you and Ashlyn and someone else who recently um, maybe Christian, and Chris, uh, Chrissy. What about Christian? And Christian, I think and Christian was pretty new. Um, yeah. You know, they were they were a little older um, than you know some people that get baptized at a young age, and like I was baptized when I was ten, um, and that was really solid and genuine. Um, But just seeing, like, some of my really great friends who have come to faith later in life, it's just been such a, you know, breath of fresh air um, just to know that, like, God is still on a mission and He is saving His people. And um, it's just been really a big encouragement to me um, just to see, like, how on fire they are for the Lord. And it's just so fresh and uh, pushes me to, like, continue to be on fire from the Lord even though I was like saved when I was 10 like that fire should still be pushing me through uh, my whole life Mm -hmm. Um, but now and so yeah so super encouraged
0: um, but but that's the other thing I was going to say though was some people think Christians are just like happy all the time they're so great like they always Mm -hmm. like they're all perfect but it's like literally the opposite and like they will recognize that they are like not perfect Um, but sometimes it can like feel like that where uh other people are just like all these christians are like perfect I wish i could live like them i know a lot of people say that um but um the the reason why that they they do you you feel that from them is because of like the joy that they have and sometimes the fire isn't always there and that's where you have to kind of ask god for that like, like give me the fire to come back because um again like just because uh you have decided to follow Christ that doesn't mean all sin is just gone from your life now and there's not going to be like idols that are kind of like popping up so you kind of yeah. got to stay on track with like staying away and just honestly reading the Bible like I said mm-hmm. just staying in that is going to be like so beneficial do you have anything for that?
1: Um, i think there's a lot of things that you said that poked my mind um yeah I would say like definitely like I know like the gospel that we believe in is such a hope and encouragement um for you know obviously for eternity but um to keep living on mission uh for christ and um i think that's why like obviously the gospel is the only truth that we believe is uh the way to eternal life but like we don't have to be perfect and that's why like the perfect you know um you know, God was, he was perfect and, or he is perfect. And, uh, he had to die in order to take our place. Um, cause you know, a perfect sacrifice had to be, um, on the cross and we were not worthy enough to do that, um, because of our sin. And so I just think that there is so much hope, um, in that message, knowing that we never have to be perfect, that, that doesn't, that shouldn't give us an excuse to just sin all the time. Um, Like, when we make a commitment to, you know, follow Christ and uh, turn away from our sin, um, you know, sin is still going to be, like, entangled in our hearts. But, you know, whenever we make that decision to come to Christ, like, we now have the Spirit living inside of us. And the Holy Spirit is convicting us and guiding us and redirecting us daily um, to look more like Him. And then in the end times, you know, when Christ does come back, you know, like in his eyes, we are going to be seen as righteous and perfect, and not because of anything that we've done, but because you know, he sees us as that, and as even though like we are filthy rags, um, and so I just think that it's just so glorious. Like, you know, I know that, um, you know, people can portray us as perfect. Um, I think ultimately, like, if we are being a genuine follower of Christ and wanting to obey him, then we are going to want to glorify him with our life and um, for our life to look like Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, but that doesn't mean we're perfect. Like we're still going to feel the Lord. Um, and that is so evident just very daily. Um,
0: well, and that's, that is the other thing Like people will go on the other way the other way and be, uh, say like, like, the whole, like, hypocritical argument, like, oh, well, if you're this, how come, like, this happens, and it's, like, okay, well, obviously, there's some, like, serious issues that, like, people, like, go through, but Mm -hmm. there's times where it's, like, okay, well, we know that, like, we can't be perfect, and that's just how it is, but sometimes I feel like it's almost, like, when I was hearing it for the first time and actually understanding it, I thought it was, like, a movie script, (laughs) which, like, it's so crazy, because you hear it, and you're thinking, like, man, so there's only one person who can do this, they're, like, the chosen one, they, like, they died, like, on the cross, like, all the, the bloodshed is the only reason yeah. why, like, all these people are now, like, considered righteous, and there's, like, the earthquakes and all this stuff going on, like, when Jesus died, and it's, like, that is, like, that's crazy, and it, it literally crazy. sounds like a movie, and it, it's, what's really cool is that, like, it is real, and that, like, yeah. we believe it, and I think it's, I think it's kind of fun that we get to believe in something that's actually, like, True. like, that cool, but also yeah. just so, like, um, just so graceful, essentially. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, I, think, it's, I think it's wild.
1: Um, the song that we sang last night at 180, I don't remember the title of the song, but it was just uh, saying something about, like, believing in this old story. And it is such an old story. Oh, there but, is one gospel? Yeah, there is one song. gospel. And um, talking about, like, we believe in this old story, but uh, also it's a true story. And so no matter how old it is, um, that same story the same message still applies to our lives today and god's word is forever and um that's why we have to you know uphold scripture because it is god you know god gave authority to that so um i find a lot of rest just um who god is the bible and um the gospel and uh knowing that you know we're not you know left to figure out life on our own like we have the holy spirit guiding us mm-hmm. the purpose and we have to be willing to like be in tune with the holy spirit and um, be disciplined in our prayer life and our reading um and just accountability and mentorship and stuff like that um so we have to be willing but um it is really cool that um everything just works out um and not because again it's not anything because of our good um we have to be willing but also because you know God, um, He does good even when we don't deserve it, and uh, He's very merciful and gracious to us. So really, takes the pressure
0: off of life for sure. Yes,
1: shouldn't it shouldn't give us an escape? But like when we mess up, like we should, you know, take that in and like realize where we went wrong, and then you know, I guess evaluate that and like know how to do better next time, um, so we can always try to work towards glorifying God better glorifying and better so yeah, yeah
0: that's all it is just growth yeah in the relationship. yeah so yeah, yeah. until it's 100 percent, you know that's right for sure um well we, we won't get there life. we won't get there but like eventually like in heaven you will yeah um but so i think you said that your was it that your, your dad works at a like a funeral he does funeral home is that what you call funeral it funeral home yes okay
1: yes so, so, yeah,
0: explain a little bit more
1: on that. Okay, yeah, so... um, so, both your
0: parents I, do that?
1: No, well, technically. Okay. So, the other day, whenever me and Brad were discussing what to talk about, I was like, well, my dad is a funeral home director. He was like, oh my gosh, I did not know that. Let's do that. And yeah. so I was like, well, yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that's
0: a crazy um, topic. So, that's
1: really cool. I don't always share it with a lot of people because, you know, I could be seen as, like, the weird kid, which... I don't care what people think about me um but it is a little it is a little different i will say so
0: Mm -hmm. especially to just throw on to like a new person yeah like like, sometimes
1: i i'm um hesitant to put that as my fun fact because Mm. it's like i don't know what people are gonna think but um yeah so my father um john shannon is a funeral home director um in shelbyville kentucky that's where uh we're from and my mom does work there part-time but mainly my father uh Directs and so, um, my both of my brother in laws also now work there, so um, that's just really cool that we'll be able to like pass on the name one day. So, it is like a but, family, thing. yeah, it's called Shannon's Veer Home. So, okay. it is uh, my last name. So, pretty cool legacy that I was born into. Um, my dad is the fifth generation, so um, it's been around for I mean, I don't even know how many years, way more than 50. So, um it's really cool to see the legacy and be a part of it. And um, when you
0: say be a part of it, like what are, what are you talking about? Like, is there a role that you're doing or are you just saying just because like it's in your family?
1: I would just say like, um, you know, I've never had a specific role in your home, but just seeing um, impact that, uh, especially my grandfather, um, I called him D, um, he is passed away now, but just to see his impact on people in the community, um, like I, he died when I was really young. Um, but I was, we did definitely had a really good relationship, and I was very much aware of him. Um, but just to even see the impact that he had on people, for me, like at such a young age, I was just uh, really wowed at how much, um, you know, he was. He was also a follower, and just. To see how the funeral business um, can collaborate with um, or work—I mean, obviously it's—you know—whenever you know someone passes away, you know it's a really sad time uh, yeah. for that family, and so you know for my grandfather and now my dad, it's really encouraging to see just how they can share uh, the hope of Christ and you know, the way to heaven, um, and so, um, I think it, yeah, it can work together, and it's, it's a sad thing, but also it can be a joyous thing if we share that message with others, and just being, like, my dad's side of the family, we we have a lot of people, so, um, come from a really big family, so it's just really, see, uh, cool to see, um, just, yeah, the impact that, it's weird how a funeral business can have impact on a family, but, um, it's a sad thing, but also it is uh there are,
0: uh, joys of it. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting because initially you think it's like a depressing thing, mm-hmm. but like if you are in Christ, it's actually like not something to be right. happy about, yeah. but like it's like a great thing for them. Yes. But um I don't know, it's kind of like a yes. weird way to look at it, but No, it's so true. Yeah. yeah. Um so th- that's kind of all I, all I was going to say about like that, but I think it's like are you, so so okay so they're <laughs> funeral director. He's a funeral director. Yes, he is. Your dad is. Yeah, my dad is. So, he's like they, they set up everything like in the in the building for like a funeral mm-hmm. essentially.
1: Yeah, so I mean, we have a lot of people that work at the funeral home. Like I said, my brother-in-law is and a lot of other employees. Uh, but my dad is like uh, in charge of everything. So just making sure everything is running smoothly. He does. A lot more paperwork nowadays um mm. instead of like embalming um the deceased bodies and so um you should just you know keep a thing and everything in line um but yeah he's the boss the the man so
0: so so when they're like so he's the one that's scheduling like the times for it or I, I don't really know, even yeah, know how yeah, to, yeah. So like, does the family he, decide a time and day when to do it or does he do it because he's got the schedule?
1: Right. So, depending on how many um, calls we get um, of people that have passed away, you know, sometimes we will have to um, really take into consideration, like, you know, um, just everyone, but, Usually, not just my father, all of the employees, depending on who wor- is working that day or available, um, will meet with the family and they will set a time that is best for the family okay. and best for uh, the re- uh, the, like the other visitations and funerals. Mm. Um, I guess that's the best way to And find it. like a best state that works. Because um, sometimes, you know, if we're jam-packed, um, you know, sometimes we can't do it you know, for a little while. So um, we just kind of have to you know, coordinate everything. So. Right.
0: Yep. Is it is it for like animals too or is it only <laughs> is it only people?
1: Uh I do think we cremate animals. So um okay. that is something that we do do. Yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Oh, that okay, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um yeah, that is, it's such, like, it's, it's just such an interesting topic to talk about, because it's, like, you just don't, and that's why I like having these conversations with people, because they're just, they're questions that, like, I wouldn't even think to, like, to ask right. about, but, yeah, that is so interesting, so it's just been, you said so probably, like, at least 50 years old, it's just, like, a family thing. Yeah, definitely more than
1: 50 years, um, I'm trying to think, no, wait, hold on, <laughs> Sorry, so I said my dad is the fifth generation, so it's way yeah. more than fifty years. Well, yeah, so it's oh yeah, it's least, gotta be it's way more. It's probably like eighteen something. It's at least um one hundred and fifty years old. Oh, like geez. it's past that for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had the one hundred and fifty anniversary you know, sure, like years ago. Um, yeah, the, so, yeah, that's definitely so a family like down 60, the line So, yeah, Dang, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'm really glad that I made that <laughs> correction. So.
0: And so what does your what does your mom do then? Uh
1: she just does like uh the payroll just like Oh okay. Um so she's on the side not too often, but um, yeah, my brother in law is like my uh brother in law Wes, um, he uh is finished with mortuary school and he is working there like full time and then my brother in law Aaron is within Mortuary School right now. So he is uh, still finishing that up, um, but when he will finish that, then he'll be he'll the official over. funeral home director, uh-huh. per se. So Wes is technically, I think I have that right. He's technically a funeral home director. So when my father uh, retires one day, which it is kind of like he retires whenever, um, it's like kind of forever job, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But. Um, one day uh west and west will probably take that over or Wes and air will you know share that so yeah that's pretty cool yeah
0: so you don't have any plans for it
1: i do not i will say I, that, i'm not gonna lie it doesn't sound
0: super appealing
1: i will say that i am the most like out of uh, three have uh, two sisters so out of three of us i'm the most comfortable with the funeral home like it does not really scar me um but I have no desires to work just maybe mm. not my passion but it is a great ministry I will say so um
0: yeah you don't I really think, think of it as being like a ministry
1: does. yeah it is really, it really is though and we have a lot of other co worker there's a lot of other employees who are um you know followers of Christ and so that's also really that helps a uh, lot really encouraging yeah
0: I'm sure it's the same kind of idea with um people who are drawing blood. Like like if you can't like handle that then oh, that yes. you obviously like you're probably not gonna yes, do it. Yeah, yeah. Um I know you just you said you'd probably be like the most comfortable out of it, but I'm just saying yeah. like I'm trying to compare it to other things because it's such a such a unique and separate sort of yeah. job or like um I, I guess career essentially. It's but a,
1: yeah, like and I that's why I like hesitate at yeah, times to share about, you know, what my father does because um, it is, you know, his um, career It is like how we are um, sustaining, um, just living. Um, So it is, you know, can be seen a little weird at times, but also it is such a ministry for my dad and for our family and Mm. um, just, yeah, there's a lot of hope that can come out of, you know, the, you know, someone dying
0: so yeah yeah it's like it's something that you don't think about that you that you need but like you need mm-hmm. you know like uh you don't really always think about like toilet paper like you need toilet paper you know <laughs> it's like it's stuff you don't think about like yeah, homes you, you are essential. So. yeah they're essential that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah um for sure <laughs> but yeah no that is cool but yeah was there anything else you wanted to add about that or just anything else do you have any questions? Um, No, I don't have any, any other things. No, I just, I, I definitely wanted to bring up that question. And then yeah. it was cool that we got to talk about um, kind of how we knew each other and then cool. part of my testimony. So I shared a little bit of that. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. I think that's it. Yeah. All right, this has been the Ret Track with Brad and Molly Claire Shannon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was another episode, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if I wasn't recording. I don't watch it.